Today's third reading comes from Isaiah, the 35th chapter, verses 1 through 10. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and sing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it. The majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are of a fearful heart, be strong, do not fear. Here is your God. He would come with vengeance, with terrible recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For water shall break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. The haunt of jackals shall become a swamp. The grass shall become reeds and rushes, a highway shall be there, and it shall be called the holy way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fool, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come up on it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow, and Zion shall flee away. The word of the Lord. The title of my message is, Let Us Rejoice in God's Holy Way. You know, many of us, have experienced moments of despair, concerns, and shortcomings that may often feel like wilderness or desert-like experiences. It is doing these experiences that, that some of us may, may have felt as if life was unfair and hope was not possible. However, my friends, In the midst of despairs, concerns, and shortcomings, God has a holy way, a holy way of hope and a promise for our future. It is in God's holy way where we can rejoice in this present age as we journey or envision a hopeful future. In fact, we can find hope and reasons to rejoice as we hear Isaiah's prophecy in the Sermonic text. It is in Isaiah, the 35th chapter, verses 1 through 10, where we can hear the prophet Isaiah speaking to a generation of Israelites about a time in the future. However, to fully engage this Sermonic text, it is needful 
for us to understand the historical context of Isaiah's prophecy in this text. If we look back in Isaiah, the 30th chapter, verses 8 through 14, we can see some of the Israelites arguing and selfishly competing among themselves. We can also see some of them rebelling against the instructions of the Lord. It is here where we can further see the results of Israel's rebellion and disobedience to God's holy way. And as we look closer in the historical context of this text, we can additionally see Babylon defeating the ancient Israelites in war and leading them into exiles as they departed from the instructions of the Lord. Also, we can see some of these people getting attacked by wild animals on the pathway going into exile towards Babylon, while others watch the destruction of their homeland unfold right before their eyes. Although this biblical history looks and sounds harsh, this is not the end of their story. The Lord has a way for relief and a hopeful promise for the Lord's redeemed people. And as we return our focus back to Isaiah's prophecy in the 35th chapter, we can hear the prophet Isaiah giving his listeners a promise of hope. It is in this text where Isaiah declares that the Lord will turn the wilderness and desert pathway into a highway place of rejoicing. On this holy highway, they will not experience any more heartaches or no more danger. In the Shamanic text, Isaiah further paints a vision of a glorious future filled with rejoicing. The prophet Isaiah declares the wilderness and the desert will be glad to serve as portals for the glory of the Lord's redeemed people. This hopeful vision is only possible through God's grace. However, even with this hope of God's grace and glorious futures, believers of the Lord are still Required to follow God's holy way. As noted earlier, the rebellious Israelites made the decision to rebel against the instructions of the Lord versus following the way of the Lord which led them into exile. My friends, let us not become rebellious or disobedient to the way of the Lord like these ancient Israelites. Rather, let us make the right decision to follow God's direction as led by the Holy Spirit. Living a life without God's direction will eventually lead us down the wrong way in life. Indeed, God has a hopeful way for us to follow In fact, following God's holy way is like using a perfect GPS system. You know, some of us probably remember getting lost while traveling on vacation. Let me be a little transparent for just a moment. 
You know, as an avid traveler, I would often get lost because I never like to ask for directions. My do-it-myself attitude drove my wife crazy. As we often went on vacations together, she, she would always push and, and lovingly request <laughs> that I ask someone for help. But as a guy, I was too prideful and wanted to figure things out myself. Then something wonderful happened in 2000. The GPS car navigation system came into effect. I can attest, my friends, this made traveling directions easier, and it gave my wife some peace about my traveling attitude, and I didn't hear it as much, Leon. Although man-made inventions like the GPS system does not always work perfectly, God's holy way is perfect. It is through the guidance of the Holy Spirit where we can navigate properly on our way to godly perfection. We are not alone. God is with us. God's holy way gives us opportunities and second chances to get back on the right highway in life. You know, this is relevant for us as a broader society, especially when chaos and trouble are rapidly unraveling all around us. In fact, as we look at various news outlets, it seems like despair is becoming a norm. For example, our hearts and, 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 and our, our minds should hurt for our brothers and sisters in Louisiana who are trying to recover from the horrific floods that recently hit their area. And this incident is close to our hearts in South Carolina. Because we can relate to their concerns. I personally know people in Lake City, such as my mother, who is still trying to recover from the floods that hit our area back in October of 2015. We are also encouraged to pray for our brothers and sisters in California who are fleeing from their homelands as wildfires are destroying their property. God's holy way is further relevant for us as many people are perhaps struggling with their personal life circumstances that may feel like wilderness and desert-like experiences similar to the ancient Israelites. Some of our struggles may stem from disobedience, sickness, financial woes, or bereavement. Personally, I, I, I still struggle even with, with bereavement sometimes. I, I still struggle, but I managed to get by with the death of my grandfather 27 years ago. I still feel the pain of my grandfather's death. My grandfather was my hero, and I miss him greatly. In this season of life, Perhaps some people are asking, where is God in the midst 
of my struggles. Maybe some of us are concerned about individuals who continue to make the same mistakes over and over again. We may ask, is there a second chance for them to receive and embrace God's grace of redemption and forgiveness? Perhaps someone listening to this message is trying to find hope in what appears to be hopeless situations. Even in the midst of trouble, concern, and questions. My friends, there is good news. We can find hope and reasons to rejoice again. I can personally attest that God is a loving and redeeming God, full of grace and forgiveness. There is a hopeful way forward in God's holy way, even when our life situations seem doom and gloom. It's like going through a dark, dense canopy of thorny trees that may appear to overshadow us. However, my friends, in the midst of darkness and fear, God reveals to us a glimmer of light at the end of the trail, which gives us hope to keep traveling forward. God is a present and active help among us at all times. We are never alone. God is with us. We can choose to follow God's holy way which promotes healthy living that will be holy and acceptable to God. In fact, Bishop Reuben P. Job uh, eloquently simplifies an ideal way of life in a small book entitled Three Simple Rules, A Wesleyan Way of Living. His words in this book using Wesley ideas are relevant to God's holy way. In this book we find the first rule which states do no harm. The second rule is do good. And the third rule is stay in love with God, which is related to following the ordinance of God. In other words, my friend, to understand God's holy way and remain on the right track, we must embrace and cultivate our faith with God's help. We can do this by reading scriptures. We can do this by meditating and studying scriptures. We can do this by having a consistent prayer life, fasting, regularly attending worship, healthy living, sharing our faith with others, regularly share in the sacraments, attending Christian conferences. Bible study, doing good works, visiting the sick, visiting those in prison, feeding the hungry, giving generously to the needs of others, seeking justice, fighting to end oppression and discrimination, and addressing the needs of the poor. Even Israel can look back on their history and see that God's holy way is the right way. 
The Lord led their ancient ancestors out of Egypt through the wilderness for 40 years towards the way of the promised land. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. So my friends, let us rejoice in God's holy way. And as people seeking to become whole, let us choose to embrace God's salvation through Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Although our troubles, concerns, and frustrations in life are real and often incur pain and despair, we can still trust and find hope in God's holy way. Let us rejoice in God's holy way way where there is a highway built for our holiness and wholeness. In God's holy way, there is safety where the unclean shall not travel in it, which includes those that intentionally do evil or cause harm to others. It is in God's holy way where we will find safety from wild and dangerous animals or evildoers. In God's holy way, there will be rejoicing and singing as the Lord Lord's redeemed people find their way back home. In God's holy way, my friends, there will be everlasting joy and gladness and sorrow will go away. In fact, people like Cynthia Pierce, who lost nearly everything, in the South Carolina floods that occurred last year, she decided to keep following God even in the midst of her trouble. Cynthia said, and I quote, God has been so precious to me, and he is walking with us through this. And we know that every day we are facing is not going to be easy. But we are clinging to our faith and our God, end quote. Now, friends, God can use our wilderness and desert-like experiences to mold and shape us for our onward journeys ahead. Our future breakthroughs, miracles, and experiences will serve as testaments to the glory of God. And I love Travis Green's song, where he told God in the song, he said, you made a way. Your grace was strong enough to pick us up. And we're standing here only because you, God, made a way. Just like Isaiah declared to the Israelites in this text, I am also declaring that God can turn our weaknesses, sicknesses, sorrows, and fears into everlasting gladness and joy. God is an active, present help among us and is always drawing us closer to God through God's provenient grace. Let us rejoice in God's holy way because God has a hopeful future for us. Let us trust in the holy will and way of God, which will make our rejoicing more divine and sweet. I, I attest and I 
contend. God's holy way is the best way for the reasons mentioned earlier and so much more. However, the choice is ours to to follow God's holy way. We can reject it and become like the rebellious Israelites or we can make the decision to accept and follow God's holy way by grace through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. The choice is ours. Finally, my friends, I encourage and challenge us to obey and trust God and and let us do so with godly rejoicing on our minds, in our hearts, in our souls, and also from the fruit of our lips. God is with us. We are never alone.